TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Once again, listening to the Gaines podcast may very well change your life, especially if you haven't already gotten your hands on artificial intelligence technology. And I'm thinking specifically chat GPT. So we're going to get you started with AI right now. I'm Andy Gersher, and this is Games. We're going to get you started with AI right away. Let's bring on Paul Hawkman, president of Humongous Media and former tech editor for the Today Show out of Cambridge. Paul, always great to have you on the Gains podcast. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Okay, as promised, let's get started here. This is all you have to do to try ChatGPT. First, go to your phone or desktop, and and that's what Paul and I are going to do right now. And uh, you're going to open the website. So you're going to go in the window that you you put in the website, and and here's the address. Type in chat.openai.com. And again, that's chat.openai.com. Dot com. All right. And the site will pop up. You got to verify you are a human and then you'll be welcome to chat GPT and you'll see next a uh, you can either log in or sign up. OK, so if it's your first time, pause the podcast really quickly here. Sign up. All you need is an email. It's very easy and then you can come back and and join the uh, the conversation. Paul and I obviously we already have logins, so we can jump on and get right to it. Now, once you're logged in, you'll see a window to interact with the chat bot at the bottom of the page, and that's where we get started. Also, one other little quick side note: Hey, this tech is going to change the world, so learn about it here. Get your hands dirty. We're only going to be talking about this for the next couple hundred years. Okay, Paul, before we get started, explain exactly what ChatGPT is. Okay, let's let's start with the fact that when you take your first step, and then I'll tell you exactly what ChatGPT is, at least as far as I can, I would describe it. You are when you take your first step with ChatGPT, you are stepping off a cliff. And when I say that, <laughs> you're not I mean, kidding. You are not kidding, Paul. <laughs> what you are doing is accelerating the knowledge you have to what would be the human equivalent of light speed, meaning that what ChatGPT, ChatGPT is an artificial intelligence chatbot. It was developed by a company called OpenAI, launched in November of last year, 2022, and it's built on top of 
their what's called a larger language or large, pardon me, large language model. Basically, what that means is that this uh, chatbot, this engine, goes out into the world of the of the web. And by the way, only until about 2021, just in case you're wondering how recent it is. Yes, I, I can out. use a, an example, a sports example with that one. But go ahead. Go ahead. Continue, yeah, yeah. Paul. No, exactly. If you're trying to find out who just – if you're saying how do you feel, chat GPT, because you do talk to it, by the way, um, about you know the recent – the final four, uh, current March Madness 2023, it won't have much of an opinion because it doesn't have that kind of database that it refers to. But all that said, it still goes back – for all of recorded history, because if it's recorded and it's on the internet, what it does is go out, goes out there, and it answers questions you have in a style that you specify. Say, speak in the, in the voice of a ninth grader. Speak in the voice of a of a you know a nuclear physicist. Give me an answer to a question, and tell me all about it. And by the way, it's not just answers to questions. This is what's really powerful. In fact, I was literally, I can see the guy from here, the guy I'm working with, um, through the window of the phone booth I'm sitting in here. Um, and the guy I'm working with right now just put together a business plan that is going to restructure a company based on best practices. So instead of, this is, and this is really important, instead of going to Google and saying, hey, what are best practices for restructuring a company? And then finding a bunch of links to things that you then have to read, chat GPT goes out and find everything related to, in this case, uh, restructuring a company. And you have to specify what kind of company and all that other stuff. But whatever you tell it, it comes back with pros. It tells you in language that you understand at whatever level you specify how to restructure a company in that case. And by the way, what's revolutionary about that, first of all, it happens in about 10 seconds. Yes. Second quick. of all, it's unbelievably fast or faster, by the way, than 10 seconds. And also it specifies exactly what you want to know in the language you requested using the structure you requested. I mean, it is unbelievable. And here's what's really powerful and scary. Okay. What it is also going to do is replace a lot of people. If I were to pick a category, I would say junior or associate lawyers are in big trouble because this thing can do the analysis that a junior or associate lawyer did for a week in five seconds. Um, it can analyze the law. It can see what things overlap. It can see what, what, what jurisdictions care about this kind of law, what other jurisdictions don't. Um, you know, and, and as you said, Cambridge Mass, where I am, you know, that's all, all is well and good. If you can pick down to the location you are, the specific, the specific kind of language you want to hear back, everything. You literally type in the question. By the way, is it accurate? Well, I'm going to read to you. I said, who is Paul Hockman? <laughs> when I just loaded it in, said Paul Hockman's, Paul Hockman's an American journalist. True. Technology and lifestyle expert. Short of true. And speaker. Yep. Has worked in a, as a correspondent for various media outlets, including NBC News. Yep. Today Show. Yep. Travel Channel. Mm, briefly. He's also known for his work as a contributor to various publications, including Forbes, Fast Company, Men's Journal. True. In his career, he's covered a wide range of topics, including technology, travel, outdoor adventures. Yes. In the last sentence, and this is the kicker, Hockman has won several awards for his work, including three Emmy Awards. Would that that were true. The, the cool thing about this is it answers differently every time. On my end, uh, it also says he holds multiple patents in related to consumer products. Is that true? Tell me you have patents. First of all, yes. 
Okay. I mean, it's it, first of all, the, the answer, by the way, I'm sorry, I don't want to overgeneralize, but the answer to almost all this is yes. I'm assuming that you've now opened up chat.openai. Right yep. I meant the, the listener, that is. And yes. you see this box that yep. there's a box that then you can push. But in, in Paul's case, he all he did was put, who is Paul Hockman? I did the same Correct. thing. And it generates, and it generates a different answer every time. It, you know, it uses a lot of the same facts and goes from the same data pool. But, uh, but remember, pool, there's a little box above the box that says regenerate response. Yes. So yes. it can refine it if you say, for example, no, the Paul Hockman, who is the co-founder of Humongous Media, and then regenerate response, it'll get more accurate. Or yes. you could say, please respond to me in haiku. Yes. By the way, it can do that. Seven yeah, I mean, syllables, eleven syllables, seven syllables. I could do that now too. Here's a here's a prime example. I'll give you an example. With in that little box, I said, and I'll do it right now. I I did something like this: write a two hundred word short story, yep. and I put uh, Ernest Hemingway style. There you go. And just think, you're going to be interacting with search engines kind of this way uh, in the future. Oh. Like um, now, not even the future. Like right. the future, if the future is now, yes. So this, so it spits out a two hundred word short story in Ernest Hemingway style. The old man sat on the pier, his eyes fixed on the line in the water. It had been right. hours since he had caught a fish. I, that's right in line, and and it's just we could ask that same question multiple times, and it would each time generate a different story. By the way, the name of this is Marlin Catch Victory. But, I mean, that's just amazing. Another thing in the newsroom, I was taking copy that we put in the area of our computer system that we have yep. copy for each story. I was telling chat GPT, write me a 150-word news story on the info I'm giving you, you know, or on this info. And then I copy blocked it in there. And I got to be honest with you, it wrote a news story that was pretty close to the stuff that we have on air. Okay, we're going to continue the discussion with Paul Hockman, president of Humongous Media, in just a second. We got to take a quick break. Hey, be sure to subscribe, follow, leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. If that's an option for you, I've been told that's podcast gold. Totally appreciate the solid there. And as always, subscribe and turn on those notifications so you know when a new Gains episode drops. We drop Gains episodes on Wednesday mornings. We'll be right back talking AI after the break. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. All right, back with Paul Hockman, president of Humongous Media and former tech editor for the Today Show based in Cambridge. As we were heading into break, uh, we were talking about all the ways that chat GPT is being used and AI will be used going forward. And it also goes well beyond just speech, Paul. This is what's scary for people like me. I mean, I gener my company creates very short videos that explain complicated things. That's what we do. 
we we have Fortune 50 companies as clients, Fortune 100 companies, you know, Comcast, Amazon, all kinds of people, right? Great. But the key, the essence of what we do, and this is back to ChatGPT, the essence of what we do is we listen to a company's problem or challenge with a product or a service, like trying to communicate the benefit of it to, say, a big sales team or to customers, whatever. And we have script writers on the phone, and those script writers listen to those problems, sort of like video therapists, right? And the result of that conversation, because our writers are really fast, is a script that's about 150 to 200 words because that results in a video of a minute, and you can't really have a video longer than a minute and have people pay attention, all these constraints, right? Well, all of that theoretically can go away in seconds if you say, write me a 150-word uh, a summary of this product, product X, okay? And product X um, has these three attributes. Well, in seconds, that script comes back. What did I pay? Zero. Writers should be scared. However, writers may be, I'm just thinking of job categories that are going to be impacted by this, right? And guess what? Writers may be elevated to taking what ChatGPT spits back to them and then um, editing. And that could be enabling or empowering that writer to become more than, quote, just a writer, but now a, ju a judge of the quality of the content and all kinds of other stuff. So all the time it took for them to interview that client and, and distill all that down to a 150-word summary, that could go away in seconds, and now the writer is no longer a writer, they're an editor. But by the way, it's not limited to writing. Now, and graphics can be generated. Oh, graphics, songs, graphics. too. An infographic to describe, say, I want to create an infographic that describes these following things, and so on. My point is that it's not limited to text. It's going to change everything. And, and, and an important part to say here, and you were kind of picking up on that. Okay, yeah, there's going to be job uh, replacement in areas. Always, there, there always are, and 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 that's that that happens. You can look at this as a tool, and that's why I'm trying to get this in everybody's hands. You got to understand it, regardless if you're going to use this or not in the future, and you will. Uh, you got to understand it, start playing with it at its early days. I mean, this is no different than in 1900 saying, hey, maybe I should you know, start learning about the automobile. I think a lot of people need to, first of all, get their hands on it. I mean, ignoring yeah. it, it's, it's not going to go away. I mean, this is, we're going to talk about this for the next thousand years plus. Right. And uh, the other thing is it's a tool that will benefit, you know, like you just said, you still got to edit it. And it yep. can streamline, maybe do some of the heavy lifting, and 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 maybe you're not writing every word, but you're editing, you're making sure things are factually correct. So I think uh, one way to approach all of this is just look at it as a tool that's not perfect, and being aware of this stuff is is critical. I mean, the fact you're listening to this podcast today and getting your hands dirty with this stuff. Critical. Go ahead. I, I, I kind of interrupted you. No, no, that's exactly right. So, but by the way, what I want to, I want to do a small sort of correction on what I just said, but it's, it's, it's important to, to say it's actually kind of exciting. When I said, hey, you can say now create a graphic, okay, and to your point about editors, 100% correct. All of a sudden, people have been elevated or eliminated, depends on who you are, but elevated, say, from creator to editor, okay? But what I guess I was saying when I talked about creating a graphic, there are now companies that have literally it's like it's like fruit flies. These companies have existed for maybe two weeks, okay, and they're going to become irrelevant when ChatGPT 3.5, which is the current language, goes to four in I don't know a few days. It's that fast. But these companies that have been created go out into the go out into the all resources on the web, just like ChatGPT does for text, 
and search for images. And so these companies, and that's what you can access through ChatGPT, a company that generates images based on something you're searching for. So you can say, I'm searching for um, an image of a male mannequin wearing a sweater in a department store uh, window. Oh, this is the Pope's puffer coat over the weekend. Go go ahead. Exactly right. Exactly right. And so all of a sudden, you can bring that back and you can say you can press a button or uh, direct ChatGPT or the company that's emerged around ChatGPT and say, hey, I want that in the style of Picasso. I want that in the style of Rothko, which would be kind of interesting because Rothko was an abstract artist. But anyway, whatever. The point is that— I'd, I'd go Cezanne. The, if it was me, I'd, I'd do it Cezanne. in the style of Cezanne. Yeah. That's a nice middle ground. Nobody's going to get upset with Cezanne. But all that, also, his first name was Paul. But all that aside, exactly. the point that is that this stuff is instant, and it is not—this is really important for folks who are just looking at chat and open AI. It is not going to deliver you, as in, say— two weeks ago, the past, <laughs> what Google, and this is why Google is so afraid and everybody else is so afraid, it's not going to deliver a bunch of links to what Google believes is relevant content. It is going to summarize the content, all of the content, that it will find anywhere based on your filters. And if the filters are in the voice of a nine-year-old, in the voice of a, you know, a nuclear physicist, whatever, you specify, and it delivers it in seconds. So it is not just a summary. It is not just a link. It is exactly what you're seeking. Therefore, you as the human being, this is the sort of conclusion here, are, are elevated to an editor. You have to look at what ChatGPT delivers and go, yes, 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 no, yes, no, no, yes, right, when you create final content. But the essence of all this is that hours, think of the law, think of medical research, think of all kinds of stuff, the hours of research required to go find link after link after link and read all of them have just gone to seconds. So, you know, you be the judge. Can somebody pass the bar using ChatGPT? Can somebody get their get their medical license using ChatGPT? Almost. I mean, it's that close. And 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 then and before and before I get into this, and that that then raises questions about ethics, oh, ethics critical thinking, exactly. originality. Um, and before we get into that, a real quick, here's just another example, and this is how specific you can get. All right, uh, I have friends in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. I'm basically a 50-year-old guy, okay? Yep. And say I'm going to Lake Geneva, this Wisconsin, this weekend. I ask it, hey, curate me 20 things to do in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin for a 50-year-old guy. And sure enough, 10 seconds later, take a guided fishing tour on Lake Geneva, play a round of golf at one of the many championship courses in the area, Go for a hike or bike ride on one of the many scenic trails, you know, and it it goes through rent a jet ski or speedboat for a day. I used to live in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. These are all things that you would do there if you were a 50-year-old guy. I mean, it's just, it writes stories. It curates lists. It's, I mean, it's amazing. It it, it is just amazing what it it can do. It's going, exactly what you just said, and that's so exciting because it's, it could be have nothing to do with business, right? It could have to do with your, as you said, your recreation, right? You want to go to some place and you want to find out all about it. Tell me what to do. I'm a 50-year-old guy. And by the way, you can specify more than 50-year-old guy. You know, I love the color red. I mean, it could say anything. Oh, right. right? And, and, and that's an important thing. Real quick here, the, the more information you give it, the more curated and probably more accurate it will likely be, and, and that's a big part of it. A lot of being successful at this is how you 
ask the question, the information you provided. Go ahead, continue. 100% true. No, you're absolutely right. So this, But there's a parallel here between what we'll now call the old-timey, old-style browser, you know, which is Google uh, or, other, or Bing or, you know, anywhere, you know, Firefox, you name it, right? Uh, Safari, all, all of those. Those browsers had the same – this is sort of the, not the negative, but, the, the, you know, the caveat, right? Everybody knows that Google's knowledge is, you know, uh, 150 miles wide and one inch deep, meaning that you could find out about anything you want. But what most people do is they spend time on the first four or five links they see what, what's called in the parlance above the fold, which is an old newspaper term. But basically it means what you see on that first screen. Right. And so whatever gets delivered by Google is you assume as the viewer, as the browser, that the browser, in this case, Google's or, or Safari's or whoever's, is accurate. And that's all you need. Those are the assumptions you make when it comes to you, because it's easy. And by the way, it, it can be. But it's also true that it could be inaccurate. It could be that the information it gives back to you is based on false falsehoods or inaccuracies. However, it's been programmed it sticks within those ranges. It, it, it's not thinking for itself as far as opinions and that kind of thing, because right. there's True. there's some specific things I've asked it, and in, in, and one of the weak spots is it's not really big on opinions, and it wades out of politics and a lot of hot button issues as well. Go ahead. Well, and by the way, that's control. That's you're absolutely right, and the engineers have decided to do that. I mean, that may change. The bigger picture is oh, it's going to change, Paul. You and I know that. Works. Right, but exactly. So people are gonna, people are gonna like you. You know the syndrome, the GPS syndrome, where you know that you should turn right here, but GPS says you should go left, and so you follow the technology. You turn left because the GPS probably knows more is the assumption of the human being in the car. Right? Um, oftentimes that will happen. You just know the neighborhood, but for whatever reason, GPS says turn left, and you go down a dead end, and you're like, what the heck? And the fact is that a lot of people will follow that technology. Same has always held true of browsers. They assume everything that came back on the browser is accurate, and they will do the same thing. The thing that's, an, that's alluring about this is it's in prose form. It's delivered exactly the way you want it. The thing that is scary about this is that, I mean, it's delightful to me, but I didn't win three Emmy Awards, um, and yet that is what it thinks. So the point and is, if it's delivered in prose that you think it looks like it makes sense, you are, you are now even more – it's really you are tasked with being a world editor. You have to decide, does this look sketchy? Does this look right? Does this look good? And you have to do multiple regenerations. In other words, regenerate responses to really be sure. That's all. I'm just saying, yeah, most people will trust it and they should still hold their fire a little bit. As we've discussed, this is going to revolutionize everything from business, art, academia, I mean, the writing, there's just so many areas. And as I, I know you're kind of pressed for time. So, Paul, as we wrap up today's conversation, what's your, your takeaway today? And, and what do you want to leave people with as well? My takeaway is that because I speak sort of from my, the biggest knowledge for me is either as a dad, meaning what my kids do with this thing, or as a business owner. And in both cases, everything we know. Because of the velocity of its change, because of the power it's showing us, it's already clear that it's incredibly powerful. Because of the speed that it delivers information to you in forms you request and you want. Because of that, business will never be the same. Parenting is going to be really challenging. Being in education on the receiving end of papers that may or may not have been generated by AI, all of that. 
all of that is going to change now. It is not. I've been literally sitting with people in my office in the last hour and a half coming up with decisions about are some of our employees going to be either elevated by this technology or eliminated by this technology? And, it's, and we're not trying to be soulless or bloodless, but boy, if something can deliver information that took us a week of research to get in five seconds, well, you tell me, which am I choosing as a business owner? And if, by the way, let me ask, you know, if you're a parent and you're wondering if your kid is using this responsibly, Geez, this is a whole new set of ethical questions that have not been answered yet, and yet there you are. The kid's going to school right now, and he has a, a Shakespeare paper due. How much research is he going to get through this that's not called cheating? I mean, these are big questions, unanswerable right now, but it's all changing as we speak. And that's why people who are listening to this podcast need to get your hands dirty with this. Parents, grandparents. You know, my mom is, you know, in, on the other side of 75, and I've gotten her on this. So, I mean, everybody's got to learn about this. This is the future, and um, being aware of the technology, how it works, it, you're going to be ahead of the game. And, and that, that goes for everybody. You know, grandparents, you're going to want to know this. So you're going to connect with, you know, your your grandkids, and kids are certainly using this. Parents you know, you're going to want to use this as far as your kids are using this, but people are going to be able to use this to make themselves more effective. So it's it's a, a, a big, big change, like you just said. And one last thing, I just hope that a lot of people who listen to this signed up. This is the first step to, to learning about this game-changing technology. And big thanks to Paul Hockman, president of Humongous Media and former tech editor for the Today Show, based in Cambridge. And be sure to subscribe, follow, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That's an option for you. And as always, subscribe and turn on those notifications so you know when a new Gaines episode drops. We drop Gaines episodes on Wednesday morning, and I look forward to seeing you then. A News Radio WBBM podcast, powered by Odyssey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.